Goodbye diets and hello sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. Why is it so hard for us to lose weight as humans? Long story short, humans are not actually meant to lose weight. If you think about it, if Mother Nature had made it so that all creatures were able to lose weight easily or could, you know, downregulate their appetite, does that make sense? If you think about your dog or if you think about any animal on earth, would it make sense if those animals were able to lose weight easily? for the most part, those animals are usually the sickest. They're weak. They can't store weight. They're just kind of frail. And mother nature didn't want us to be frail. She wanted us to survive. And one of the best ways of surviving is to make sure we have enough body stores to get us through the next famine, to get us through the next hard season. So it only makes logical sense for mother nature to have made us fabulous at storing weight. You know, when, it, when you think about it through the lens of mother nature and survival, of course, you know, that's why we all have such an easy time gaining weight. That makes perfect sense. It's also why we have such robust appetites. And most people I know love food and take pleasure in food because we need to be able to eat it consistently enough to be able to maintain our bodies and energy stores. Only known of maybe two people in my life that I have met where they said they genuinely thought eating was a chore, that it was just something that was so time consuming and tiring and they didn't actually get joy out of food. Now, those are the the oddballs, and if they were thrown into the past, who knows? Maybe their chance of survival would, would be lower than someone who easily stored weight. So the positive in this is, man, are we great at storing weight and surviving through the tough thing called life? But at the same time, you know, our culture and just the way that we perceive beauty is something that is so hard to come by. Most of us don't actually live in a body that's tiny and svelte and all of these things with tight abs that's just not really realistic and that's why there's actually this theory out there called the set point theory i might have talked about this before but for a lot of people we have this range that our body is really happy being in this weight range and i think we all kind of know what that weight range is if you think about your adult years, you know, don't go back to high school, don't go back to middle school, but think about your adult years. When was the time in your life where you were maybe the happiest, the most stable, the most grounded, where you weren't maybe as stressed and also you weren't stressed about weight and your body? Go back to that time. Now that's likely the time where also your weight was the most stable and you didn't have to give too much thought to it. Regardless of what you were doing at that time, that was probably a weight that you could easily maintain. You could sustain it. You don't have to give it too much thought. That's probably somewhere in your set point weight range. Now think of a time where maybe you were really into exercise or really into um, you know eating well and taking care of yourself from a positive place where it was, you know, you had to put in maybe a little bit more effort, but it wasn't like you were depriving yourself or you were exercising for the sake of losing weight or burning off calories. You were just at this healthy range. You did healthy behaviors to take care of yourself. 
that was probably on the lower end of your set point range. Still healthy, probably still, you know, eating to satisfaction, not feeling hungry throughout the day. Your period was still intact. Your mood was pretty level. Your hair was still growing and not falling out. That's probably still within your range, just on the lower end. But if you push it too far, say you had a period in your life where you really were spiraling in terms of getting a little bit too obsessive with your food, cutting out a little bit too much, not allowing yourself certain things, or exercising just a little bit more than what your body was comfortable with and you noticed a lot of fatigue. Perhaps you also noticed that you were always hungry or that your, your body temperature, you ran cold. Perhaps you were also a little bit more moody, hangry more often, or just a little bit more irritable. That's likely when your set point was below its happy range. And you probably noticed hair being thinner or falling out, or perhaps your period was longer or a little bit more irregular or even missing a few months at a time. That's when you know you are definitely below your set point. During those periods of time, your body is likely revving up appetite hormones. So hunger hormones are likely higher because your brain wants you to eat more. So that's why you might be feeling more hungry. Your body might be also slowing down its metabolism, going into sleep mode. You know, just like how if you're at the last, I don't know, 10% of your battery, your, your computer tries to lower its display setting, the brightness, it's trying to conserve as much energy for as long as possible. Same with your metabolism. When you don't give it as much energy, it tries to conserve and preserve energy for as long as possible. So you're burning less calories. It's in sleep mode, essentially. And over time, the longer that you're in this sort of extreme dieting or restricting period, the next time that you eat normally again or the next time you come out of this diet, your body might actually increase and adjust your set point to a higher range because it's thinking, oh my gosh, we've went through an extreme famine. We're going to really provide some safety and some buffer. So we're going to actually bump up the set point higher. So the next time we come back to this awful state, we're going to start at a higher point. I've noticed over the years that the more diets that someone goes on, the higher their weight becomes. You know, After every diet, their weight might actually increase more than what they started off with. And you see that in studies with weight loss too. At least two-thirds of dieters come out of a diet actually weighing more than what they started off with. And that's kind of just mother nature doing its thing. There's every mechanism in place to prevent weight loss, but every mechanism in place to support storing and if we go, for example, on the other side, the other end of the spectrum, if you are actually above your normal set point range, so you, you might be in a body weight that's higher than what your body actually likes, you might notice that you are always kind of full or you're running hot. Your body's trying to burn off energy. Your metabolism might actually be faster because it's trying to burn off energies to get you to a lower range. And that's your body just saying, hey, we're getting a little bit too heavy to perform at our optimal level. So we're just going to rev up your metabolism and allow you to shed some of that. So that's what happens on the other end of the spectrum. But again, over time, if you're always hovering above your normal set point range, again, your set point might increase because your body kind of still prefers being above the set point because it indicates higher level of survival. And so again, the set point range is always shifting higher 
rather than lower. Your set point range will never shift lower. That just doesn't make sense. So if you have been feeling like all of your efforts in losing weight or dieting or restricting is not working, there's a reason behind it. It's not willpower. It's not you eating that extra bite of dinner. It's really not any of that. Your body just genuinely has mechanisms in place to prevent you from losing weight. So don't think of yourself as a failure. Don't think of yourself as having no willpower. That extra bite of a whatever does not make any difference. I promise you. There are deeper pathways in place. So that being said, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but weight loss doesn't really work. And that's why I never like to focus on weight loss. If if anything, I like to highlight, you know, the the patterns that happen every time that someone goes on a diet. It just happens too often in my practice where I see the patterns of increasing weight after every diet. It's not worth it. I would rather my clients develop a healthy set of behaviors that they feel good about, whether it's drinking that extra cup of water or eating that extra handful of veggies or trying to snack on the piece of fruit. These kind of gentle nudges to help your body feel more energized and your digestion feel a little bit better those are more important to me than the weight because at the end of the day, weight is more so a flex. It's kind of like conforming to just the culture that we live in and that's okay. We all want to strive towards feeling a certain way and being accepted into our culture, but you don't have to kill yourself to, to feel good. You can adopt healthy, small behaviors that doesn't result in weight changes, but ultimately serves you and your health on an internal level. So underneath the hood, that health does not equal the health that shows on your external body. Again, weight does not equal health. We all have to try and distance ourselves from that notion. If anything, fitness and healthy behaviors really determine what's underneath the hood, the healthiness of your insides more than what you look like. You know, a person can be tiny and unfit and they have twice the risk of dying as someone who's overweight and fit. So fitness matters more, guys. So don't get it twisted. And again, whatever that you're up to right now with food and dieting and anything that you're doing, I'm, I always try and see where you're coming from, but I want you to know that that extra bite of whatever do not stress about it, okay? That's the takeaway. Do not stress about it. There are other things happening. So don't let food stress you out too much. So I really wanted to get that off my chest today. I think some of you might find it helpful. And August is coming up very shortly, and I might have one or two open slots starting August. So if you want to see if we would be a good fit, feel free to fill out a form on my website, Elise Z as in zebra, Lou, L-I-U dot com. We can set up a time to chat and that way I get to learn a little bit about you and you can learn a little bit about how I would approach your situation to see if it would be a good fit. Because ultimately my goal is to get you to food freedom. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you for letting me into your ears and I'll talk to you again next week.